Hey guys, welcome to another episode of She Works. What's going on, everyone? It's great to have you back. Happy New Year. Woo woo. <laughs> you know, we are always ready and willing to talk to our wonderful audiences here at She Works. Um, you know who I am, guys. This is Nita. You can check me out on Nita Works on Twitter. Although Twitter's been in some trouble lately, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Hi, this is Akima. You can follow me at Princess Akima on all social media platforms. Hey, everybody. This is Meg. You can find me on Facebook at Meg Cohen or on Instagram at Meg underscore 1913. Hey, guys. Danita here. You can follow me, Danita LaShawn Platt, on all social media platforms, including TikTok. Yeah, uh, and if you want to check out any of our previous episodes, definitely check us out on divemedia.co and you'll find all of our podcasts, um, including the She Works podcast there. You can also find us on your favorite podcast listening platform, um, Apple and Google Podcasts and all the other good ones. There's so many out there, but definitely <laughs> uh, we definitely want our Apple users. So if you are an Apple user, please rate and subscribe um, to this podcast so that you can get notified as soon as a new episode drops so we appreciate you guys' support and we are looking forward to a great topic today so we are just going to jump right in we are not going to hold back <laughs> um, you know today's topic we want to center things around dealing with toxic leadership right so there's no way that we were going to be able to get away from at least just acknowledging and addressing um, the situations that happened, you know, on the Capitol recently. And such a sad day, I guess, in, in our American history and time where um, a group of, you know, rebels decided they were going to uh, overtake the cap. I'm not really sure what it is they were attempting to do. Um, I, I really were, uh, don't. Start a revolution. Start, start a revolution. Um, I think they were really trying to like dig back into some old history, like War of 1812 type stuff. Yeah, sure. That sounds oh about God. right. That's, that sounds um, about right. But however, you know, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time. And for those listening, let me just put this disclaimer out here. We are not a political show, but um, there are just some humanistic humanity right mm -hmm. there are just some things that you know we're gonna have to talk about right we're mm -hmm. not gonna be able to ignore those so um we'll put this disclaimer in here that we don't care who you voted for i don't care who right. you voted for in this election nope. or any previous election um because what i can tell you is god is not republican and he is not a All democrat right. and right. if that is your mantra then this probably isn't the episode that you might want to listen to all right. So we'll go ahead and get that disclaimer out the way. Um, you know, anytime that you hear us speak on controversial issues, touchy topics, you guys should know by now, if you've been following our show, we're going to bring truth. We're going to bring the kingdom mm -hmm. perspective. We're going to bring godly perspective. This is not a show to bash anyone, no matter how much we may disagree with a, a, a leadership style of person. So saying all that to say you know with everything that went on in our recent um events in history with this you know people call it an attempted coup uh, insurrection you know all these different terms and it, it just it looked like something off of a movie it really mm -hmm. didn't even look like it was real but what i wanted to focus more so on is just toxic leadership style and how dangerous 
that it is. I mean, we see, you know, you see mm-hmm. there have been lives lost. And for anyone whose lives have been lost during that um, recent tragedy, you know, our hearts are, you know, and prayers go out to those families because mm-hmm. it was such a, it was such unnecessary. It was so mm-hmm. unnecessary. Um, but when you talk about toxic leadership styles, I know we all have encountered them, some with supervisors, some with church uh, ministry leaders, sometimes even in our own family. So we really wanted to highlight some of the things that have gone on. And listen, if you make parallels to, you know, however you make your parallels, that's really the, the, the goal of the show to really help you see sometimes when you're in a toxic situation. And that means even when you have aligned yourself or pledged your allegiance in a political party, we as kingdom citizens, our allegiance is only to God. That's it. There is no other allegiance. I don't pledge allegiance to blue, red or white. It doesn't make me not proud of my country, but I am a kingdom citizen first. And I think that is where um, what I have seen over the the past four years is such a divide within the body of Christ because of who sits in the White House. So what do you guys think about this? Just just toxic leadership in general. I know you guys have probably encountered some, Um, you know, what do you do? when you are just so disillusioned by this toxicity? I think certainly the, we have all run, run across, run into, been subjected to toxic leaders. And um, I think initially, sometimes you don't realize, I don't think you, you know, like they wear a billboard that says, Hey, I'm a toxic (laughs) leader. I gave your allegiance and please follow. Um, you know, you don't really, it's the kind of thing that creeps up on you. It doesn't, it's not like, um, it's not sudden, you know, it's, it's small things that people kind of get away with. It's, um, you might be dealing with a toxic leader who, um, is just constantly lying, just constant. Um, what's the word? Pathological, pathological, liar. <laughs> Um, and I learned recently that that is not necessarily a diagnosis, but a symptom of a, di- of, a of a greater problem. This, you know, and narcissism, the pathological <laughs> of narcissism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that pathological lies also don't always believe their lies. Sometimes it's a fantasy and sometimes they really do believe it. But I just I found that fascinating. But the point being that. They're not always, they're not, they're not sitting up saying, hey, I'm getting ready to lie, just bold face, lie to you from day one. <laughs> and um, I need you to be okay with that. You know, so you kind of slip and slide into this place. And I think also sometimes we put so much stock in the position. Sure. And I think that's a big challenge. You put so much stock in the title and the placement that you think it's going to override the character. But the difference between a democracy and a kingdom is that the president's character is not part of his uh, his or hers execution of leadership. Mm-hmm. In the kingdom, we're talking about the character of the kingdom extends to the citizens. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's why you want a king who has good character. Right. But in a democracy, you can vote somebody into office regardless of their character. Absolutely. It has nothing to do with them executing the office. But then you want to drag your Christian principles into this democratic process. Thank you. And say that the person in office is somehow godly 
See, I'm already preaching. You better because preach. I mean, I'm going to get the offering plate out in a minute. Uh, just <laughs> pass that offering bucket out here with some change or something. <laughs> You're right. It this doesn't fit. absolutely accurate. It doesn't yeah, fit. No, it's completely inaccurate. To, to, uh, to, subs- to ascribe your kingdom beliefs to a political position yep. or person is such a disillusionment. Yes. They will not be able to bring forth those things that God nope. had intended for godly people to bring. Now, mm-hmm. did God use our current president? Absolutely. But what sure. I think he used him for was to unveil the nasty scab of belly, the underbelly of how divided wow. the body of Christ has always been. How many of y'all know about an underbelly? The underbelly. Not the belly, the underbe- but the underbelly. The underbelly. The underbelly. <laughs> That's a whole different thing. <laughs> That's a whole different thing. And, you know, some, you know, you hear some preachers will say things like Sundays are still the most segregated day of the week because you go to your African-American church or you'll go to your white church or you go, you know, some people are going to multicultural church, but but there's a culture even within that. And yeah. so. Um, but what really is what really has frustrated me um, more so disappointed me is that, you know, as mature believers and I consider all of us on this show to be mature believers who are we're not, you know, perfect, but we don't get we've into been the, around the block. We've been around the block. Right? We don't get yeah. into messiness. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm trying right. to say. I'm not trying to be arrogant here. And they'd be like, they toxic over there on their show. So not <laughs> not trying to do that. Um, but I feel like there have been some. Um, posts and comments and articles being shared that definitely resonate with me as a woman of color, as a African-American woman. But out of my kingdom principles, I refuse to comment, like, post or reshare because I don't want to be causing fanning the flame Mm -hmm. of things that are already sensitive and of a racial issue. And because I know that doesn't really help anyone. Right. right? And so, but what I, what has frustrated me is that I don't feel like some of my other brothers and sisters in Christ have, have provided the same courtesy. You know, I feel like they've been able to be as loose and, and, and their support and just their staunch standing behind our Mm -hmm. current, the current administration um, and have been, I mean, just disillusionment is the only term that continues to come to mind. um, You know, when I see some of their posts. So, you know, when I was, coming up with the topics for this show, I said, well, you know, I'm not going to make this political, but there's no way we can't get around talking about the current affairs of what's going on in our country. So, I mean, dealing with people who continue to try to make politics and God one and the same people wake up. It does not fit. That square peg will not go in that round hole. That's right. I have a question and I have a comment. So I'm going to throw my question out there so you ladies can ponder it. But I was wondering, do you think that this has to do with, you know how you've heard the statement like, oh, well, a girl's going to get a, a, a man that's like her father. And so if mm-hmm. he's like this, so I want this sort of man. I'm kind of wondering what sort of um, reflection of leadership, you know, the current president or any situation where we kind of um, are okay and kind of give the hat tip and nod to like, that's okay. So Mm kind of wanted to throw that out there for pondering the statement I wanted to make. um, And it kind of goes back to some of the things that that Danita was saying. I'm wondering 
how you kind of brainwash someone. And one of the things that comes to mind for me, like how a toxic leadership gets that buy-in relates to individuals' loneliness. Mm -hmm. And so if you get a bunch of like lonely people who feel a little, um, you know, underserved, undercared for, just any sort of emotional voids that exist and you give them what can seemingly seem like a place because we see this not just in the political arena we see this in our in marriages we see this in the workplace it's like Mm -hmm. how can you be okay with that but when you give someone just enough space to feel like they're being cared for to feel like they're being taken care of I think it makes it easy to manipulate them so I started wondering like a lot of this has been playing on people's loneliness and feeling under cared for that has nothing to do with politics but has more to do with their own personal um, just experience in life and it goes back to my question which I'll reiterate or repeat which is do you feel like um, what we've seen on the political arena and other places has to do with individuals um, what they've already seen represented in leadership I'm gonna let one of y'all take that one because that was a, that was a powerhouse question. <laughs> it was a powerhouse question. Um, yeah, I I, def- I would say yes um, to an extent. You said something that stood out, and you talked about um, you know a girl kind of attracting someone, a mate who's like her father. Um, and I, I definitely think that that's that's probably true of the leadership that we've had. One of the things that I've learned over the years is that we are really good at masking rebellion as freedom. Um, <laughs> it's the truth. We 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 are disillusioned. I'm use your word, needed to think that we are operating in freedom, but it really is a spirit of rebellion. Um, and I definitely think that Americans have shown us you know, just these last nine or 10 months that they think that breaking all the rules and doing whatever they want for their own sake, not for the sake of other people around them, but in the name of freedom, let me put a peg in that. I have seen people um, who lack melanation uh, equate wearing masks and following these rules to slavery and have actually held up pictures of former slaves in shackles um, and it I was wish y'all, I'm sorry. Her, I wish y'all could see yeah. Dina's face in the studio <laughs> right <was> now. <laughs> like equated it to slavery, something you know not of. Right. And have I been a slave? No, but that is embedded in my ancestry. So right. it is something that I understand on a level that God bless my non-melanated people. You will never understand that. And so anyway, so I I just feel like there is such a spirit of rebellion. And I'll just speak for America that we operate in and we think that it's freedom. And I think that um, any leader who emphasizes that or, you know, protests for freedom, talks about freedom, but does it in a spirit of rebellion, where Americans are drawn to that because that is the spirit in which we operate. Now that Meg, that is like, that's the money one right there. I saw a few again some some of our <laughs> I've heard some people on TikTok by the way guys I just I joined TikTok recently I'm having a ball Go ahead. I haven't quite made any of these fancy videos but that's that's another <laughs> podcast um, I need to get hip you need to I'm get always hip. behind the curve with hip. social media but I saw one person say something it was um a, a, a white American but they were pretty much sharing their sentiments of, um, you know, the protest that went on this summer 
um, you know, with Black Lives Matter, you know, just the the continual killing of unarmed black people, you know, in the streets being gunned down and I mean, being recorded. I mean, it's just very graphic. And, you know, they were they were pretty much saying that they, you know, sympathize, empathize, you know, whatever you want to call it. And whoever was commentating on the video and TikTok was like, yeah, I just wanted to thank which is I wanted to thank our tan melanated sister I was like what in the world <laughs> thank you precious I'm learning some new vernacular and vocabulary I'm telling you like TikTok is a whole nother world but anyway um you know I've seen some people recently you know um they have been talking about um taking the uh social media app parlor off of the app store and google and i think they probably have already done it because there was some mm-hmm. information that had been um, revealed that that was one of the social media platforms that was used to kind of organize this insurrection that happened and it was so interesting because there's some people that are a part of a, a multi-level marketing business that i'm a part of I, I started to see some of their comments that yeah um were talking about um, since we're being censored and we can't have freedom of speech, you know, get at me on these other, you know, platforms or here's other ways to reach mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And when I saw that, you know, my first thing is, it's like, okay, Lord, help this sister in Christ, help her understand that as a kingdom believer, no, you don't get to say everything that you think. You don't get, you to, don't say- get to sit out. No. Of the nonsense. Right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You don't get to say everything you think. You don't get to say everything you feel because that's not the kingdom way. And so this this marriage of America, the great country and my kingdomness, I'm telling y'all, y'all better wake up because you cannot serve two masters. You you can't. You You are are sadly deceived if you think those two are going hand in hand. And that does not negate. Listen, my brother fought in the military. My grandfather fought in the military. This has nothing to do with supporting the country in which I live in. I pay my taxes. Or my allegiance. Right. (laughs) My allegiance belongs to the Lord and the Lord alone. It doesn't belong to a flag. Right. While I am grateful for the men and Mm. women in the military who fight for that said freedom my allegiance is only to the king the king of kings it's not to a democratic party it's not to a republican party and i think that is what sometimes when i sit back i'm just baffled i'm just baffled at the and again when you talk about toxic leadership how they get people so disillusioned how they get you to follow Mm -hmm them into drinking the Kool-Aid, you know, following into, you know, right. the blind leading the right. blind. So, you know, what are some, yes. what are some ways? Because they that, threaten us. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Because they threaten us with bondage. <laughs> because have you noticed this explosion here lately in the last 10 months since COVID? Since we have been told no, we're like spoiled children who have not been able to handle ourselves because mm. we've been able to get what we want for the most part. And I, I'm not saying that every single American is well off, but in comparison to people in other countries, right. we walk on streets paved with gold here in America. And we are used to this thing called, quote, freedom. I'm going to say what I want. I'm going to do what I want. And who are you to tell me that I can't do that? And so over these last 10 months, anybody who is screaming, no, 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 
do what you want. They're not going to keep us down. We got to have football. It doesn't matter. Only the strong survive. We're willing to sacrifice the weak so the strong can continue to go. That stirs up the hearts of the people who are already operating in the spirit of rebellion. They're already operating in the spirit of this country. And I think, I mean, it's, I just think it's gross. Like you guys cannot see that you're like, you're using your, you, Oh, help me. Lord. I can't even get my thoughts right. Like you are, you're, you're trying to couple all of this with Christ and say, this is in the name of our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ, because we don't support abortion and because we stand with Israel. So all of these things are right. And all these things are great. Help me. And I just, I, I cannot, for the life of me, understand why you think these two things are equal. How? Yeah. Show me it. Uh, go ahead. Somebody else go. Because okay. I'm getting ready. To- <laughs> now, nah, nah, Mary, I'm sitting here. I'm about to here. I'm about to boom. Revelation. Yes. It is. Ref- the people are a reflection of the leader. So this Correct. goes back to the topic at hand. The reason why all these different ones is because of the leader in which you're following. You know, it's like, well, how do we know a leader's toxic? Well, look at the people that they are responsible for. It's like a toddler, right? That whole. And I'm sorry, because I know that that toddler term gets used a lot. And I'm like, here I go using it. But um <laughs> It does. It gets used in the media a lot. And I don't mean to pick on it, but it's such a good example of when you tell a child no and they begin to have a tantrum where someone in leadership and authority would set the example of like how to kind of temper that, how to calm down, how to handle the no. Like, yeah, yeah sometimes like how the need was saying, like sometimes you, you can't sit out of a thing. Well, how do I handle how do I handle this? You should be able to then look back on that leader on how to conduct yourself. Not that you don't have responsibility, but that is literally the older teaching the younger and that whole example. And so it's not being put on display. And so if the leader is careless and juvenile and just irresponsible, then flat out, you're going to see it in the people as well. Flat out. Love it. (laughs) Flat out. All right. So I knew this topic was was going to get everybody uh, stirred up and it it but I wanted us to get stirred up for the simple premise of identify helping people identify we cannot continue merging God kingdom and America right like th- there the separation of church and state makes sense you know on some level because yeah. and I think Danita hit the nail on the head earlier is that you cannot expect <laughs> my democratic vote to vote somebody in office and expect them to carry out kingdom principles. That is part of the delusionment. Right. And because people have not been willing to see that they have aligned themselves with a person who is arrogant and toxic and careless and reckless and incites violence. And I mean, all of the stuff it's it's amazing that he even, you know, the Lord used who he uses. So I'm not going to go there, but you know, all of those things have put us into the position that we are today. So now people have a choice to make. Now you've seen some people kind of come out and I don't know, maybe they felt bullied in this that arena. And now they're coming out to, to finally say how they feel. But when when you have a leader that is willing to pretty much and this is for any leadership person willing to step on the necks of others to get their agenda literally. across. How about literally, that? literally, literally step on their neck, step on the necks of others to get to their assigned agenda or, you know, their uh, preemptive agenda. Like that's one of the signs to look for. If they're mm-hmm. willing to throw off all restraint to get yes. what they want at, at any cost, mm-hmm. that needs to be the, 
That needs to be the like, woo woo, the bells, yep. the sirens That's going it. off. Um, the the way Shanita, I so completely <laughs> resonate with that. Um, absolutely. The the I so I have a little phrase for it: the idolatry of individualism. Oh, mm-hmm. girl, I, that's on my next T-shirt. Yeah, y- y'all saw too much togetherness came out. I'm gonna put it up on Etsy. Y'all gonna see it. Too much togetherness 2020. Oh, I, I don't yes. care if the shirt's dated. I don't care. I don't care if it's dated. It's gonna it'll say 2021 on the next batch. But that right. shirt, say, say it again. What's that? Say it the again. The idolatry of individualism. Girl, mm-hmm. that's the next shirt. That's what it is. Mm. It it is the notion, and it's something. It is it is a it is an ailment. It's a sickness yeah. of American culture, of Western yeah. culture. Yeah, because we have been taught that the American dream is personal ownership and individual vote. Ooh, yeah, that's been Ooh. that's what we've been taught. We might have to have and a so, part two to this discussion. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be honest with you, our tan taupe and peach, our beige brothers and sisters, will struggle with this thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, I call these people. Oh, yeah, it was taupe for me. <laughs> Beige. Uh, I call these people white people. Okay. I ain't gonna tell y'all. Hold on. I ain't gonna tell y'all when I was young. I didn't know it was taupe. And I was like, Ma, can you give me some of them taupe um, (laughs) socking? Had no idea how to pronounce it. But anyway, (laughs) a little comic relief because, you know, we're getting too serious. I gotta have some comic (laughs) relief. (laughs) Taupe. Look. And. When I say white, I mean I mean those who don't realize that they that they have some melanin. I'm talking about they don't realize that they are part of a larger group. They mm-hmm. honestly have no it's white fragility. Mm-hmm. It's the inability or not inability, it's the it's the um you haven't recognized that you are part of a larger group. And yeah. so when you come to someone who has this idolatry of individualism and you talk about being part of a group Fog along this group and and the and the betterment of the entire group. We understand this because we have always had to look out for the group. Right. Yeah, we haven't had any other option. Right. We've had no other option. I understand when I go into places and spaces that I represent the entire di- di- diaspora. I get that. Yep. Yes, they don't have that problem, mm. and because they don't know, it's like a fish in water doesn't know it's in water. Mm. They don't know that they have this. Uh, this this i this idolatry of individualism so when you tell them you have to wear a mask when you say this needs to happen for the greater good they can't it relate it feels like a personal attack, attack, yeah. attack. On, yes. on who they are and their future so that yeah. that lack button gets gets pushed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they respond out of their lack they respond mm-hmm. completely out of that but what they don't understand is that there is this this what's the word you use delusion mm-hmm. delusionment yep there is this delusionment around the fact that I, I can, I can expect my the people in my home to have godly character, and then I'm going to extend that into the White House. I'm extend that mm-hmm. into political offices. That's a big offices. jump. That's a big, jump, a big y'all. jump, y'all. It's a big jump, and you don't and make it. You fall true. every time. Every time. Exactly. Exactly. So the fact that you feel like you have this, 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 um, this. Like you're grasping white knuckle to this idea of individualism and your own personal vote and personal ownership, it 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 gets bumped up against when I ask you to do something for the greater good. Right. And yeah. now people who have come 
come to this realization, they are peach tan and tote brothers and sisters. The other ones, they still don't, they're like, they don't even know that they belong to a greater group, a, mm-hmm. greater, a greater group, a greater group. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, that's, it's really, you know, again, guys, we did not do this show to get people angry. We really wanted to bring truth. And so there's a lot of people that I've seen in other platforms that attempt to bring truth, but it's not with the spirit of truth. It's with the spirit of arrogance. And then they become no better than the people who they trying to tell you about and so right. you know again you follow our show and you listen you know we always want to bring the kingdom perspective to whatever situation that we're dealing with you know we're right. going to try our best to bring that in and Shanita I really just in the middle of the show want to thank you for <laughs> providing us at, you know this platform like you say everyone has a seat at the table and giving us this opportunity to talk about it um and i will be honest you know pre-production i was a little hesitant about this topic because i have tan peach taupe light brown you know (laughs) taupe you know i've got beige you know Mm -hmm. peach you know Mm -hmm. i have a lot of people that are of that persuasion that are in my personal life group um and we see complete like the way we see this are polar opposites. And I didn't want to be one of the ones to offend. I didn't want to become, you know, what I have seen all over social media these right. days. However, I, I, that has since changed since we actually, <laughs> since you hit record, <laughs> y'all got me rammed all up, but I just want to say thank you. I really do just want to say thank you for this opportunity. And you're right. We're not here to offend, but we are allowed to share our truth as well. So I just, I just want to thank you. And there's, that. and there's no, other group of people that I would have felt comfortable enough to do this with because I know you all's character and I know your integrity and I know your heart on the matter and so there was no hesitation that oh no is somebody going to go left field and I'm gonna have to edit that out there was never a thought like that in my mind so you know Hmm. I again this is why you guys are part of the show because when I sat and thought thought about Um, You know, who have I walked with for some time who I've seen struggle through some things, overcome some things and still continue to press into the things of God in such a Mm -hmm. mature way? You guys were who who came to my mind. I was like. Danita is on 15, you know, shows with her son and Meg live all the way on the other side of Maryland and Akima sells everything under the sun. And I don't know who gonna have time for this. And so, again, that it, it really just goes to show God really put this group, you know, of, of people together to be able to discuss these types of situations on on a platform like this for, you know, whoever's listening. And so we, right. we, we know our influence is who our influence is. We're not looking to be um, the top rated show on Apple. I just, you know, want to get a couple of reviews, you know, but we're, we don't have to be, you know, 15,000 downloads, right? You know, hey, we sell a couple of t-shirts, maybe we do get monetized. But, you know, the idea is to, for those who have an ear, let them hear. Mm-hmm. And for those who can't yeah. hear, this is not for you, right? And so, right. you know, thinking about how, um, so, you know, I want to leave us on a positive note because, you know, we, we kind of, we got a little heavy, you know, we definitely, but we said we was going to do that in season two anyway. Mm-hmm. We <laughs> said we was going to bring the real, real, but I want to welcome leave. Welcome to 2021. Welcome right. to 2020. Real, real. Did y'all see that post? It was like, I, I, I have, um, 
I have um, validated my seven day subscription, but I want to like cancel. I've, I've had enough. It was it was hilarious. Um, twenty twenty one has started out, you know, with a serious bang, and so we're going to continue to try to bring the positive note um, because we want to, you know, bring the. You know, bring the situation to the forefront, but we don't want to leave you without some said solutions. So what are some things you guys can leave with our listeners about successfully dealing with maybe toxic supervisors or, you know, how are you dealing with toxic people in your family? Like, how do we get to that? I think you said something important. So this will be my takeaway or leave off or however you want to word it. You said the, the reason why you chose each of the individuals on this podcast is because you've watched us walk through things and now we're on the other side of it. I think keeping in mind that if a person is toxic, that there is space for them to be redeemed. And even if a person has been mm-hmm. disillusioned through toxic leadership, there's still grace and mercy for them for that situation to change. So I think for me, put that out there. It's really hard. Um, it's really easy. Excuse me. It's really easy to see how an individual is, whether they are the leader or the follower right and just assume that they are always going to be as they are but i'm not always as i've been i know i've been toxic first of all let's just own it for a second i have been that individual who's had to grow up in areas and so for me i can i'm looking at a mirror and i can look at myself and be like oh there's hope because you're not who you were and so i think for me that doesn't mean you need to subject yourself to toxic leadership or to be disillusioned but i think that's the thing for me is that like if we're looking at a situation don't look at it like that person's going to always have to just be as they are you know let there be some hope so mm-hmm. that's good Akima that's I, I definitely agree with that Akima um I think me myself personally <laughs> I think that, um you we get toxic leadership because of unresolved issues of the heart mm. I think that people have woundedness of heart that goes either unnoticed or uncared for or untreated becomes infected and then it begins to bleed and spill over into the people that they are leading um and and that's a huge problem and by the time that happens typically a lot of them are so far gone that they are unable to hear when you say hey you bleeding on me bro like and i didn't cut you Mm -hmm. but you're bleeding on me and so that is a problem and i definitely think that from a kingdom perspective it is our responsibility to pray for leadership whether they are toxic or not, um, it is, it's our responsibility to pray for the matter of their heart um, because I think heart directly affects leadership style. Wow. That's, yeah, that's powerful. Good. That's good. Yeah. Um, so I think one of the reasons why we are so impacted by toxic leadership is because we have bought into the idea of hierarchy, Mm. which you don't find in God's original intent in Genesis. Mm. You find God saying, let us, and let them, right? So we got some stuff to do and they got some stuff to do. And if everybody do their stuff, then we'll then be we're okay. good. <laughs> right, right, right. And we're good. Um, so from that perspective, everybody is a leader. Every single body is a leader. Mm-hmm. A leader in the area of gifting, a leader in their talents, whatever they've taken the time to master and get to a mastery level at, then you're a leader in that. And I follow you to learn so that I too can get to a mastery level. Um And so part of why we get so impacted by toxic leadership is because I have put too much into the person, too much into this, this idea of hierarchy where you are in charge of me in all aspects of my life. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be that for anybody. I don't want to be in charge of all aspects of your life. No, thank you. I'm good. 
Like you, you can, honey, anybody who wants to be in charge of all aspects of your life, red flag. I, I want to encourage you. I want to invite you to find an exit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Um, so I, I think we would be less impacted and hurt and traumatized by toxic leadership. If we didn't give so much value to the position. And if we saw this person as a leader in this area, And they also saw me as a leader in that area. And so now we have a brotherhood, a sisterhood, a koinonia, back and forth with one another, as opposed to you're my man of God. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And I need to honor you in all things about all things with all things. Because that's foolishness. We don't see that. We don't see that modeling God's intent. Right. And this notion of honor, I'm going to carry your Bible. And we were talking about this this morning in our our virtual fellowship. Mm. I'm going to carry your Bible. I'm going to put the napkin over your drink. And, you know, I'm going to wipe the sweat off your face. And I'm going to read. And I'm going to read just (laughs) great. I'm going to read just great. Read, right? Um, That's not honor, guys. That's not honor. It is a a position of servitude. And listen, there is there's there's a gift of service. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. But. (laughs) <laughs> to 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 pretend that that is how you honor someone that come on just what is this my word for 2020 wake up just wake up mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not with the woke yeah. crowd that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying please right. wake up open the, take the scales off your eyes yes. so that you can see what the lord is trying to um say say to you and listen right so you know i really thank you guys for um you know <laughs> being able to just really be so transparent and share again i know this has been a um it's been a touchy issue for a lot of people but you know for those who you know stuck the episode out and you listen to the end we are grateful for your Mm -hmm. heart because what that shows is that you're willing to listen and if you find yourself being a part of those that have been in that crowd of disillusionment again no matter what political party you're you siding with it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day we are trying to do the things that our heavenly father has instructed us to do and which mm-hmm. is to you know build that kingdom citizen within our own homes and then those who god has given us you know um partnerships with and so to try to do anything other than that um is 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 pretty pretty much setting yourself up for you know some failure and so mm-hmm. if we can continue if i can build godly legacy with my children and replicate that in their children and replicating that in their children's children then we're getting back to god's original intent but what i cannot well, do is try to take my one godly one godly vote and put it in the white yeah. house and then try to think that we're gonna have a godly nation no no yeah. no yeah does not work that way can I say something along yes, those lines too? I completely agree. Um, and I heard you say earlier, like we cannot have a totally godly nation if we do not have godly leaders. And so I, I do want to just say that both of these people, both candidates, I mean, God bless them and I'm praying for their hearts and all the stuff I just said we should do for leadership. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, neither of them are 100% godly men. Neither. Period. Neither, 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 red nor blue, neither or neither, or the green red, party, none of or them, green, none <laughs> of them, none of the colors of the rainbow, none of them are 100% godly men. And who are we to say that this murder over this murder is greater, that the murder of a baby versus the murder of a fully grown black man? You're trying to start a whole nother two part episode. <laughs> And I don't mean to. I told you I have been revved up since you pushed the cord. 
<laughs> but who's to say the, the killing of a fetus is greater than the killing of a fully grown black man? It's not. Who are you to tell That's me right. which hate is worse? Mm. Hate is murder, period. Right. And so I just feel like at the end of the day, I've heard a lot of people say, vote your values, vote your values. And I get that. I just want to say for the record, I don't 100 percent support any of them, period. Right. But what I do uh, support is love because that's what the scripture says is our identifier for who are the people that love God. So if you can, oh, I'm getting ready. I'm not going to go down this road. But if you can tell I mean, you me. You on the street you now. Are, you might as well go ahead. Right, I might as well You got enough turn. gas in the car. Just go on, girl. <laughs> if you can tell me that supporting a homosexual lifestyle is not the love of God, but caging kids at a border is then help me understand love. And that's what I'm talking about. Let's not try to make it look like any of these people are the expressed image of Jesus on the earth because they're not. But what I am saying to us, to the body of Christ, is that we need to walk in the direction of love, period. I'm I'm, going to say this and I'm just going to close right now. I'm going to (laughs) close. I'm going to drop the mic. (laughs) Meg has officially dropped the mic tonight. Um, Yeah. And our part two. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We got to fade out and fade back in. No. um, But I I have heard um, that sentiment as well, Meg. You know, when you when you talk about um, Black Lives Matter versus the abortion um, platform. And so. It is one of those things where, you know, it's a who it's one of those issues where when you bring it up, it's like you do your best to try to bring truth. But when you don't have an ear to hear, it's kind of like, you know, you have to discern who can handle what it is that you want to share. Right. Right. Like and so in certain situations, this is this is where I go back to the the post where I was talking about the the sister in Christ, you know, self-proclaimed Christian where it's like we're being censored and we don't have freedom of speech. And, you know, I'm thinking how many times have the Lord and the Holy Spirit required me to bridle my tongue because it wasn't the time to say it. Right. So, again, this American notion of, you know, and listen, I teach second grade homeschoolers. Right. Mm-hmm. We've gone over the Constitution. I can tell you how many articles, how many amendments, right? How many chapters. We've gone over the Bill of it. Rights, right? So I understand what the history book says. <laughs> but if you right. continue to self-proclaim Christ as your sa- savior, your maker, the one whom you follow, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, all of it don't apply to you. Correct. Anyway. Anyways. Right. Because the Holy Spirit will require you sometimes to shut your mouth. That's right. You won't get freedom to say, of speech or not. <laughs> freedom of doggone speech or not. He will not permit you to say things that are reckless. He will not permit and you have free will. Now hear me. Yes. Yeah. You got free will. He's not gonna you know, my God is not a God that's gonna bully you into doing anything. So you have freedom of choice. To say what that it would is be a sign of a good leader. That would be the sign of <laughs> a good leader. Thank you, right? I put before you today life and death. I would that you choose life. Right. I would. I'm gonna I'm give you the hint to the answer on the test, right? But do what you do. But do what you right. do, boo. That's if you right. want to choose death, that it has consequences, and everything that we do and say has consequences. And this is something I share with people all the time. Um, and it's like, well, I say what I want to. I'm, you know, of a certain age. Okay. Yeah, you can. If your goal is not reconciliation, then you go ahead and do just that. 
Correct. But if your goal is reconciliation, and I love how Akima brought up, and I think I make too, um, you know, praying for the leaders and praying for those people who hurt you, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they can be reconciled. They can be reconciled right. back into the bosom of God. They can, because right. you once were. <laughs> you yeah, once were right. that person hurting people, bleeding on people, cutting people yep. because you were hurt, hurt people, hurting people. Yep. And God was gracious enough to redeem you and restore you. And he can do that for other people. He can do that for Donald Trump. He can do it for, you know, I know one time we were talking about Osama bin Laden and, and this was years ago. And someone mentioned that they were praying for Osama bin Laden. And, you know, the fleshly part of us was like, what? <laughs> you praying for Osama bin Laden and the Holy Spirit quickly arrested that thought and was like is he not redeemable mm. well <laughs> <laughs> I ain't messing with you you know he is he's definitely he, is. he, he was he you know anybody is redeemable right. um, as long as they're willing as long as they're willing so I really this was such a great conversation ladies i thank you guys so much i really do like i said you guys really bless me so much just being able to share the way that you do and like i said the things that you've gone through i know adds so much value to you know everything that she works stands for so you know i am really really grateful and thank you guys for all of those wonderful tips so again um, our second closing here on this first episode, <laughs> we're going to really say this and close this time. You know, we thank you for sticking this, this um, you know, pretty sensitive topic out. And we pray that something that was said has, um, you know, struck a chord and maybe have opened your eyes and just some things to take back to prayer. So, you know, guys, we're going to leave it on this note. You know, we like to talk about real issues because we are real women and you know, everyone does have a seat at the table. Thank you for bringing it up, May, because I forgot that in my intro. <laughs> So, all right, guys, until we meet again, peace, y'all. See ya.